Hello everybody, I'm going to be reading Romans chapter 6 today, but I'm going to do a lot of talking and stuff. So it, the actual chapter Bible reading only goes from about 5 minutes to I think like 8 minutes and 50 seconds. It's not very long, but it's a really good passage. So if you want to just hear that, you can jump to those times. Hello everybody, Mavis is playing with her kitchen. Um, and yeah, I know it's been a fat minute since we last talked, but it's just been wild. I didn't mean for it to be wild, but anyway, today, or at least this afternoon, is looking like it's going to be another wild afternoon, so, um... Yeah, it's already been a wild morning, and it finally quieted down, so I just wanted to share this while it was quiet, and Mavis was entertaining herself. Um, but yeah, so just lately, I don't know why, it just kind of happens every now and then, but it just feels like, like I'm getting like extra tempted, like I just don't get a break, like one after another boom 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 just like temptation after temptation and it doesn't let up it doesn't slow down and then it'll like you know kind of chill out and I don't know I don't know why um but just yeah just like lately it just seems like I haven't been able to like catch a break I guess yeah I put Spongebob on for her so she's commenting on the spongebob um but yeah so anyway um not last night but the night oh well, yeah i was just like looking for like anything that can help me because i find that like just staying in the word of god really helps me to like stand up against temptation and so he brought me to Romans chapter 6 like the whole chapter is just so good because it's talking about our new life in Christ when we come to Christ and how like we used to be slaves to sin but now we're slaves to God because something that I heard from Jackie Hill Perry that's really interesting is like when Jesus sets us free he sets us free to be obedient to who we choose to be obedient to. We can either be obedient to Jesus or we can either be obedient to sin. Like we just, as people, I think personally think it doesn't really, I don't think it says that anywhere in the Bible, but just like based on like everything that I know about the Bible and creation and what God intended when he created us, that we were meant to be followers like there are leaders you know but every like I think everybody deep down when they really think about it even the people who say they like being their own boss they need something to follow whether that's society and the culture or the government you know everybody needs somebody to follow and we were created to follow God. So, like, if we're not following God, then we have to be obedient to sin. 
and the devil because we are just the way our minds and our bodies are we have to be obedient to somebody anyway that's what i think anyway let's jump right in i'm just gonna read romans chapter six because this is just what really just kind of like put everything in perspective when it comes to temptation and i personally struggle a lot with like temp being tempted to like have super lustful thoughts so and for me controlling my thoughts is kind of hard but you know I'm still in the process of being sanctified and stuff so it's not like I have to be perfect but I strive to be to think thoughts that are pleasing to God because he sees my thoughts <laughs> oh my gosh that's a whole nother Thing we could talk about but let's jump right into Romans 6 what should we say then should we continue in sin so that grace may multiply absolutely not how can we who died to sin still live in it or are you unaware that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death Therefore, we were buried with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too may walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in the likeness of his death, we will certainly also be in the likeness of his resurrection. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be rendered powerless so that we may no longer be enslaved to sin since a person who has died is freed from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him because we know that Christ, having been raised from the dead, will not die again. Death no longer rules over him. For the death he died, he died to sin once for all time. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you too consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its desires. And do not offer any parts of it to sin as weapons for unrighteousness. But as those who are alive from the dead, offer yourselves to God and all the parts of yourselves to God as weapons for righteousness. For sin will not rule over you because you're not under the law, but under grace. What then? Should we sin because we're not under the law, but under grace? Absolutely not. Don't you know that if you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves to the one that you obey, either of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness. But thank God that although you used to be slaves of sin, you obeyed from the heart the pattern of teaching to which you were handed over. And having been set free from sin, you became enslaved to righteousness. I'm using a human analogy because of the weakness of your flesh. 
for just as you offered the parts of yourselves as slaves to impurity and to greater and greater lawlessness, so now offer them as slaves to righteousness, which results in sanctification. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free with regard to righteousness. So what fruit was produced then from the things you're now ashamed of? The outcome of those things is death. But now, since you have been set free from sin and have become enslaved to God, you have your fruit, which results in sanctification. The outcome is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So yeah, for me, that's the end of the chapter. Um, for me, that just puts like temptation and sin in a different perspective. Because just how it's saying that Jesus set us free. So I am free to obey Jesus. He gave me the option to obey him or to obey my my flesh and my sin. And it's hard sometimes. I'm not saying that it's not. But it just, like, ah, I don't know. It's just so, like, just really just blew my mind wide open. Like, like, oh my gosh. Like, just like in verses 12 to 14. Therefore, don't let sin reign over your mortal body so that you obey its desires. Don't offer any parts of it to sin as weapons for unrighteousness, but as those who are alive from the dead, offer yourselves to God and all the parts of yourselves to God as weapons for righteousness. For sin will not rule over you because you're not under the law, but under grace. Like, I can just, when I'm tempted, I can just say to that temptation, like, no, I don't have to obey you because Jesus set me free. I'm no longer obligated to obey you. Because Jesus set me free. Like, and you know, like, I'm not perfect. I'm still going to sin. I'm not going to be perfect until I think it's like Philippians 4.12 where it talks about like, I'm confident that he who started a good work in you will carry it out to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. So like, you know, I'm not going to be completely sanctified. I'm not going to be completely perfect until I get to heaven and I can be with Jesus all the time and the temptation to sin is going to go away in heaven. <laughs> or at least that's what I take from that passage. Like, because, you know, sin can't be around God because God is holy. And I finally, when I get to be with him, will be holy too. Oh, Bean wants to go out. Mavis needs my attention. Um, but yeah, I just really hope that that encourages you to keep trying to keep resisting temptation and just um you know hopefully puts it in a different perspective puts sin and temptation in a different perspective than you previously had because it did for me and um just a real quick note that I want to add at the end my pastor said in one of his sermons like we're not um what is it? Anyway, it's not about how many times you get knocked down or fall or sin. It's how many times you choose to get back up, 
run to Jesus and repent and ask for forgiveness. Because when you stay down, then you really are defeated. But if you keep getting back up and you keep fighting, that's just like God can keep working on you. God can keep sanctifying you and making you holy and making you into the person that he created you to be. So yeah, it sucks, you know, when we fall to temptation. But we don't have to stay down because Jesus set us free from sin. And our righteousness comes from Jesus. It doesn't come doesn't come from us. Our righteousness comes from the fact that Jesus covered us with his blood and his blood is pure acceptable sacrifice to God the Father so we can be forgiven we can be in right standing with God again we can be friends with God again and I just want to encourage everybody because I just feel like I'm being tempted so much but God brought me to a place in his word where he encouraged me to keep fighting temptation and to keep standing up to temptation. So anyway, I'm going to go because Bean really wants to go outside. Bean is our little tiny chihuahua with the biggest attitude I have ever seen in a dog. So thank you for joining me again. I hope this was encouraging and have an awesome, I think it's Thursday. Yes, have an awesome weekend, guys. Bye.